Are you dreaming of visiting Switzerland? Planning a trip to Switzerland is very exciting, but it can also be overwhelming. How do you choose which of the many scenic cities, towns and villages to visit? Which mountaintop excursions should you take? And what's the best way to get around Switzerland? And of course, how much of the country can you realistically see within your time frame? If you've asked yourself any of these questions, this is the podcast for you. This is the Holidays to Switzerland travel podcast, and in each episode, your host Carolyn Schonefinger chats with Swiss travel experts to answer your most commonly asked questions, provide practical tips, and take you on a virtual visit to the most popular destinations, and of course some hidden gems, to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland. And you'll hear plenty of conversations about Swiss cheese and chocolate too. Are you ready to plan your trip to Switzerland? Well, let's get started. Welcome to the Holidays to Switzerland travel podcast. You're listening to episode 39. Basel may be Switzerland's third largest city, but it is often overlooked by visitors who head straight for the more well-known tourist destinations of Zurich, Lucerne, Zermatt and the Jungfrau region. I, too, am guilty of bypassing Basel on my many visits to Switzerland. Sure, I've passed through Basel on many occasions on my way to or from other destinations, but I've never actually stopped in the city to explore it. I'm sure today's guest is going to ensure I rectify that pretty soon. I've read a lot about Basel, and I know there are some really incredible sites and some very unique things to do in the city, so I'm really excited to learn more. You may remember my guest, Natasha Martin, from the Christmas Markets episode. I love chatting with Natasha in that episode. I could really get a sense of her passion for her city. So I had no hesitation in inviting her back to tell us more about Basel. I hope you enjoy what Natasha has to share with us today. And we'll be packing your bags and your camera soon for a visit to Basel. If you need the perfect shot, you need Switzerland. So why not make Basel a part of your trip? Thanks again to Switzerland Tourism for sponsoring the podcast. Their website, myswitzerland.com, is packed with practical information and ideas to help you plan your trip to Switzerland. Hi, Natasha. Thank you very much for joining me today and for coming back onto the podcast. Hello, Caroline. So thank you very much for the invite. I'm happy to be here with you and with all the listeners. Oh, wonderful. Now, you were recently on the podcast, um, I guess on episode 34, where we chatted about Christmas in Switzerland, and you shared lots of wonderful things to do in Basel at Christmas time. But just so that we can all get to know you a little bit better, can you start by telling us a bit about yourself and your role with Basel Tourism? Yes, of course, it would be a pleasure. But actually, Karen, I think my story would need an extra episode. <laughs> uh, but I'll try, I'll try to keep it short, <laughs> just to give you a little picture. So I'm German, actually, but at heart Spanish, because I mostly grew up in Spain. But then, um, yeah, to make it short, after my studies I, uh, in Germany, I studied geography and tourism. I decided to move to Switzerland for work. And uh, time flies. I've been in Basel for almost 14 years now. So, yeah, it's incredible. And with Basel Tourism, which I joined eight years ago, I started as a sales manager. And uh, actually, now I'm also responsible for marketing and PR activities for the North American market, but also for other important source markets. 
Oh, wonderful. So you've had a, a, a lot of experience in a few different countries. Yeah, it's true. A bit internationally moved around, but that's typical, I think, for us people working in the tourism industry, isn't it? <laughs> yes, for sure. So for those listeners who aren't familiar with Basel, what are the important things that we should know about the city? Okay, so Basel in a nutshell. Basel, it's the third largest city in Switzerland and it's located at the River Rhine in the northwestern part of Switzerland. And actually the inhabitants, it's 200,000, but even though it's the third largest city in Switzerland, we also call it boutique town because maybe if you think of a city, you think of million inhabitants, but Switzerland has only 8 million. So when it comes to Basel, yeah, 200,000 inhabitants. And uh, it's located actually at the border with France and Germany. That's why we call it, it's the three countries corner. So it's in Switzerland, you're in one spot, but you're in three countries basically at the same time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Basel is really in the heart of Europe and uh, it can be reached very easily by train, by car, by plane, and even by river cruise ships. And I think we will touch on this topic later on. Mm -hmm. So for example, Paris, Frankfurt are only three hours away from Basel and are connected by high-speed trains like the TGV Liria or the ICE. And other Swiss cities like Zurich, maybe most of you know Zurich or have been there or to the airport. So Zurich, Lucerne or Bern can be reached within one hour, as well as the international airport in Zurich. It's uh, well located to reach all other parts of, of Switzerland and, and the neighbouring countries. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that um, Basel is on the borders with France and Germany. So I guess it's quite a multilingual city. So what languages are spoken in Basel? That's a good question, Caroline. So actually, officially, the, the official language spoken in Basel is uh, the German because it belongs to the German-speaking part of Switzerland. Uh, but thanks to geographical location and all the international headquarters of big companies, French and English are also spoken very often too. So you basically hear... All the languages, also yeah. lots of Spanish, but yeah. Okay, so anyone who's visiting Basel that only speaks English, they'll be able to understand and, and get along quite um, fine without knowing another language. Yes, definitely. They'll find a way and they'll, they'll be able to speak with, with the people here, yeah. Oh, good. So now because um, you just mentioned that the city is located on the Rhine, um, I think many international visitors come to Basel at either the start or the end of, of a river cruise, but why would you encourage them to spend a couple of days in the city rather than just using it as their departure or, or arrival point after their cruise? Well, yes, I definitely have to say that um, river cruising guests who are missing out this hidden gem, they uh, if they decide to skip Basel, they're missing out something. So definitely they have to put Basel on the map, not just for the start or the ending point, mm -hmm. and discover Basel because really Basel's beauty can really only be discovered when you are staying in the city. So when you're staying in Basel. And many people don't know because they just arrive at the river cruising terminal. Maybe it's the, at the one at the port and they just leave to head off to the airport. So they don't see really the beauty of Basel. Basel boasts a medieval and very well-preserved old town with historic buildings dating back to the 15th century and has charming cobbled streets and alleys, so it's really a, a gem. And in terms of art and architecture, uh, Basel is one of the hotspots in Europe. 
So it has world-class museums, galleries, and outstanding examples of modern architectural masterpieces. So that's a very nice contrast, in my opinion, uh, with the medieval old town and the modern architecture. Mm -hmm. And also one other reason to stay in Basel in any accommodation is that all visitors who stay in Basel overnight, they will receive a Basel card. And this guest card is for free. And it allows all tourists to travel around easily and freely with the public transportation. They can also use the internet for free and they can benefit from 50% reduction all cultural and leisure attractions. Okay, that's a, a great bonus. And is there a particular area in Basel that you recommend that visitors should stay in? So Basel is a very compact city. For sure, the picturesque old town and the location at the River Rhine invites visitors to experience the essence of Basel. So if you stay there, it's beautiful. You'll discover it in a very own way. But overseas tourists who are traveling Europe by train, for example, they will also find a good selection of accommodations around the train station. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's, there's something to, to suit everyone. Exactly. Now, I'll have to um, admit here that I'm one of those naughty people that have not actually been into Basel. I've driven through a number of times. I haven't been on a river cruise, but uh, I have driven through a number of times, but I never have actually stopped in Basel. So I'm very sorry about that. I'll have to, to change that. But can you just tell us some of the, the top things that we should do when, when we do go to Basel? Yeah, that would be a pleasure for me because so many people drive through and they don't even know what they missed out. So I'm happy to, <laughs> to explain a bit uh, what are the top things to do in Basel. Because sometimes Basel is esterated or not well known. So we have to change that. And you're invited to come to Basel, Caroline. Thank you. And also, very much. listeners, please contact me. We have to change that and make Basel more known because it's really beautiful. So, what to do and what to see in Basel. So Definitely take enough time to explore the charming old town with its pretty alleys and squares. So, for example, the Basel Minster is a Romanesque Gothic-style cathedral with a long history, so over a thousand years. You have to see that. Mm -hmm. And it offers panoramic views of the Rhine below. So a well-deserved reward after climbing the winding cobblestone streets. So it's on a little hill and you have the beautiful view. You can discover the the Black Forest, and also you can see France. So that's a great uh, viewing point. And another historic landmark of the city is the richly decorated red sandstone town hall. I think it's the most beautiful building in Basel. <laughs> and it's dating back to 1501. So I think mm. that's quite a remarkable date. And it's located at the Market Square. Okay. And then another top thing to see is the unique Spalenberg. That's a little shopping street shopping road and it offers small boutiques antique bookshops but also shops of modern designers and this street is really unique in switzerland so you have to come and see it mm -hmm. uh, no comparison to bahnhofstrasse in zurich that's definitely another character another type of shops too and this spalenberg this little alley leads to um, the spalentor and the Spalentor is one of the three remaining city gates, with, which is also a top thing to see. So dating back to the medieval times, uh, the Spalentor is really impressive. And then you have to say that Basel is also known for the museums. So it's home to 40 museums. And it's a city of culture for connoisseurs and has the highest concentration of museums in the country, I think even in, in Europe too. And um, so one of the, those 40 museums is also a must-see in Basel. 
Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, experience the Rhine River with all its facets. So the Rhine River is alive blood in Basel and is also, of course, a very important ancient trading route. And it connects Basel with the Northern Sea and to the world. And it's, well, I'm, it's the place to be. So when you come in Basel, you have to discover the Rhine, not only from the river cruise ship, but maybe dive in or take a ferry. We'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. You, you said that, um, that Basel is quite a compact city. So if someone wanted to wander around the old town and, and go and visit those places that you've mentioned, how long would, would they need to, to do that properly? Well, I think one day, you if you can do it in one day, but I definitely... Um, would encourage guests to stay for two days or three days to discover also the surroundings. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, as I said, you can go to France or to Germany, uh, discover also the, the countryside of Basel. But to walk around the Basel city centre, I think one day is a must Okay, or more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Now, you did mention there that you've got to do something with related to the river. Uh, and I know that there's actually quite a few pretty unique Uh, experiences that you can enjoy in Basel so would you like to tell us about some of those yeah I'd love to talk about that because I also love to do that in summer so the Rhine as I said is the lifeblood so I'm definitely I'm desperately waiting for the temperatures to rise because swimming in the Rhine is uh, Basel's most popular sport in summer well the summer season it might go from May to September but definitely July and August are the main main months so do as the locals do and what do they do they are so crazy they swim in the Rhine or they let themselves float down mm-hmm. the Rhine because mm-hmm. actually with the current you don't really have to swim so that's a really special <clears throat> unique experience very sustainable people do it and also tourists more and more they dare to do it too <laughs> and mingle <laughs> with the tourists with the locals and um what you have to do so you have to get your vehicle fish that's very important so that's the swimming bag that has a shape of a fish. It was invented in Basel. They're all kinds of colors. So you can have your wood to fish in blue and pink, whatever. And then you put your clothes in, your belongings, you wrap it up so they don't get wet. And then you jump into the Rhine and let yourself flow. It might take up to 45 minutes. You can do it for 20 minutes too if you want, or half an hour. And then you get off the water you go out and then you get changed there are even showers in some spots and uh, you can walk back and go in the river again so that's really an activity which is uh, seen very often it's quite bizarre Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh, I think it's unique and people are looking for unique experiences the good thing about it it's for free you don't have to make any reservations you can do it at any daytime Um, you're not alone you'll be with people there and um just watch out the river cruise ships. Yeah. <laughs> actually, no, they're designated areas, so you won't get uh, you won't get lost there. Okay. So this is definitely one of the things to do. Yeah. And is the is the wickle fish like a uh, an inflatable sort of bag? So, it, like a yeah, buoyancy kind of flotation device, is it? Exactly. It looks like one of those, but actually, you don't put any air in. But by putting your clothes in. And then wrapping it up, it will get filled with air automatically. Right. So, okay. yeah, it looks like a boy. And then you wrap it up, you close it, and it uh, yeah, it gets fixed and it stays dry. And what else can we do on the Rhine? Yes. And then you should definitely take a ferry. 
So the ferry ride is unique to Basel too. That's also, you can only do it in Basel. And then you cross the Rhine and there are four of those ferries which you can take. They are motorless. So it's also very sustainable, very relaxing, decelerating, and it's really a fun way to get to the other side of, of Basel because Basel is divided by the Rhine. And it's just uh, using by using a wire and the powerful current of the River Rhine. So I think it's quite amazing to experience that. Mm, okay. Crossing the river without any uh, any motor. Exactly. And there are even people, Basel, people commuting with the ferries from Klein Basel to 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 big Basel so okay and how long does it take to cross the river uh, well like 10 minutes yeah okay depending a bit on the current but not more than 10 minutes yeah that's a very very relaxing commute then to work every day yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> and what other sustainable things can we um can we do when we go to Basel what we also uh, suggest if you want to be a bit more active is to discover Basel by bike. And uh, we also offer e-bikes. So, for example, with the Basel card, you can rent an e-bike for only 20 francs a day. Uh, you can rent them at rent a bike at the train station, at the main train station, and off you go. So you can discover Basel, the city of Basel. You can go to the Foundation Bayerler, which is the most visited art museum. It's a bit in the outsides of Basel, in the outskirts. And then you can head to the Rehberger Weg, which is like a type of hiking, biking trail, and head to Germany. So actually you cross the borders. Okay. <laughs> um, and then you can visit also the Vitra Campus, which is a very important uh, museum or area in terms of architecture and design and then from the Vitra Krampus you can cross the Rhine again and head off to France you mm. can cross the Thailander Brücke which is the three countries bridge actually it's the largest pedestrian and, and uh, bicycle bridge in the world so you you cross to France you can have your croissant there <laughs> or your vin rouge and then uh, you can return to Switzerland either passing by Novartis campus or uh, returning to the port of Basel maybe you'll see a river cruise ship and then the port area is very interesting and you can uh, return to Basel city to city center and return your bike by the port area oh what a lot of fun so that that would be bragging rights for uh, people especially like myself from Australia or someone from America to tell their friends they rode a bike to three different countries in one day yeah definitely I think you can put that on your list here exactly <laughs> take your passport with you <laughs> get it stamped <laughs> sounds like fun now in the Christmas episode of the podcast we talked about all the different and, and wonderful things to do in Basel during the festive season. But for people that are coming at other times of the year, are there other festivals or events that they can visit as well? Oh, yes, there are many, many events. So Basel is also an event city. And besides the popular Christmas market, which you named and which we had a podcast on um, in the episode 34, Basel hosts many major events as the carnival the carnival in basel which is coming up now and the carnival is part of the city's identity culturally speaking and it represents three days it's 72 hours <laughs> three days when the city goes wild and offered owing to this uniqueness and quality uh, the largest carnival of switzerland has become a unesco intangible cultural heritage we're very proud mm, of that okay so it's the largest carnival in switzerland it's um 
World UNESCO Cultural Heritage, it's always after the other carnivals in the world. So it starts on Monday after Ash Wednesday, which is very peculiar. Mm-hmm. So with all these traditions and specialities, Basel is really unique, the Basel okay. Carnival. And for those that aren't um, familiar with, with the carnival, what is the, the history behind that or the, the purpose, I guess, of the carnival? Well, actually, there are um, several backgrounds or purposes. One of them, of course, is, uh, you know, uh, the winter is long and hard, so you have to chase the the, the winter away and the the demons from uh, the devils from the winter. So Mm -hmm. this is one of the historic backgrounds. But then also, um, it has also a military background because people in former days, they they prepared their weapons um, uh, one special season and then cleaned it up and they gathered uh, and uh, and played music or did marches. So that's also one of the backgrounds of the Fasnacht, the, the Basel Carnival. Okay. And what sort of um, activities take place um, whilst the carnival is on in, in Basel? Yeah, there are se- several activities. And actually one of the most important highlight is uh, definitely the Morgenstreich. Uh, which is uh, the official start of the carnival, which is, uh, as I said, on Monday after Ash Wednesday at 4 a.m. A.m. 4 a.m. Sorry. Yeah, people get up (laughs) to experience this moment. And what's so special about this moment, so at 4 a.m., all the lights in the city are turned off. And you have to imagine that all the restaurants, all the houses, they have... um, like sealed their windows so it's it's everything is dark you don't okay, see any yeah. lights in the houses also the streets light the street lights are turned off so this moment of darkness is very special and then imagine the goosebumps which come up when at four o'clock a.m all the musicians the cliques the associations they start playing music mm-hmm. marching all at the same time with the same march same music and then also the latins they did so they prepared throughout the year they are also lit on in that moment so mm-hmm. i think uh, it's a magic moment and i know that very well traveled people they when they come to basel they say this is really unique and something mm-hmm. you have to experience yeah. so this is the morgen strike at 4 a.m then there are several marches throughout the day where they play different music um marches uh, through the city at night uh, we've got these basel dialect sketches where they make fun of political happenings events people um yeah there are also some concerts then on tuesday it's the day of the children so this when when the children they do their marches and they get um, dressed up uh, at night you'll have some different type of concerts it's from the brass companies the brass associations they they, they play rather a bit more than modern music mm-hmm. and um, then this goes on on wednesday they're also cottage the marches so i mean i said 72 hours of uh of festivities yeah <laughs> festivities exactly and um yeah, and then there's also something you should see. It's at the expositions of the Latins. So there are very big Latins which are carried or on carriages too. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, are, they are shown at the cathedral square where you can also yeah, have a look at them quietly and walk around. It's like an open-air museum. Mm. Very nice. Sounds like definitely like something to, um, that you need to experience once. 
Definitely. <laughs> yes, at least once. Yeah, and then there's another event. Maybe you've heard of that uh, too, or more, more familiar, or people from the US, Art, ba Art Basel Miami, mm -hmm. maybe may ring the bell. So Art Basel is also a very important uh, event in Basel. Actually, it's the world's leading fair for contemporary art. And it's um, around 250 selected galleries from around the world who present their modern contemporary artworks of high quality. Um, and it's really the most important fair. And it makes Basel the most important temporary museum, too. Mm. <laughs> so one museum more. And um, as I said, it, Art Basel has expanded to Miami like more than 10 years ago and also to Hong Kong. So this is really a label or a brand which Basel is very famous for. And the origin, the mother fair is the Art Basel in Basel. It takes mm. place uh, in June. Okay. And then? <laughs> if you, there's another event yeah. you can go on for hours <laughs> if you want to be among the crowd with Roger Federer I know the Australians like him wow we love him <laughs> and co in the center court uh, you can experience Switzerland's biggest sporting event in person when you come to the Swiss indoors so it's an indoor tournament every year the tennis tournament is among the top events uh, of the ATP Tour 500 And I'm sure you know that Roger Swiss, everyone knows it. Yeah. He's a really he, nice Swiss guy. And he's from Basel, you know? is that right? And he's yeah. from Basel, yes. So I can't repeat that enough times. <laughs> he's so proud. And also Roger has his own plaque star or with a plaque and a star at the Walk of Fame in Basel. So at the Spadenberg. And recently he has also his own streetcars the Federa express so okay. you can travel with roger here in basel and if and if we come to basel are we likely to see him out shopping you want to see him shopping yeah does he, yeah. Does he do his grocery shopping in in basel yeah <laughs> he, he does it he does it <laughs> when he after his tournament he, he goes a bit of uh, he does some shopping in basel at the spalenberg <laughs> <laughs> Are there any local specialties that, that we should try uh, when we visit Basel? Is there any um, any particular food associated with the Faschnacht, for instance, or, or other uh, foods that are available year-round? Yes. Well, related to the Faschnacht, the Basel Carnival, there's definitely the flower soup, the so-called Mehlsuppe, which you should try. It, uh, yeah, it's a specialty, a seasonal specialty, so you'll probably only get it there. I mean, you can buy it in the supermarket, but that's really a temporary seasonal um, speciality, which you eat throughout the, the fast night. So during the 72 hours to get warm again after mm. marching around, uh, you have the flower soup. But then talking generally, you can't leave Basel without having tried the Basel Leckerli. So what's Leckerli? <laughs> that's our speciality. It's not Swiss chocolate. We do have Swiss chocolate, but we're very proud to have the Leckerli biscuits. So this biscuit is a type of gingerbread, but um, in contrast to the normal gingerbread, which is typical for Christmas, for the Christmas time, we eat the Basel Leckerli 365 days a year. So you eat it throughout the day, throughout the year, and it's um, very traditional, very typical. It's perfect to go with coffee or tea, and it's actually so traditional. It has been already been baked during the medieval times, so in the Middle Ages. And uh, the thing about the recipe is also a great mystery because um, the original Basel Leckerli, no one knows the exact recipe. 
it's top secret. And uh, but we, what would you do now? The recipe um, it includes the best ingredients like honey, hazelnut, almonds, candied orange, lemon peel, and of course finest spices. But uh, to be exact, no one knows. You know, everyone does it in its own way, and it's a bit of a of a top secret. Hmm. Okay. Um, we have the oldest biscuit factory in Switzerland, which is called uh, Jacobs Basler Leckerli. So you can visit the, the factory. You can also learn how to do them. And or at the Leckerli House, which is another brand of the Leckerli, you'll find also a large selection of the of the speciality. So there are ones with covered with chocolate or with apple or with you name it, different types of Leckerli variations. Yeah, something for every taste. Yeah. Excellent. So if you were to show a first-time visitor around Basel uh, in just one day, where would you take them? One stop would be the Tangeli Fountain. So the Tangeli Fountain is next to the Theatre of Basel, right in the heart of, of Basel, let's say. And this Swiss artist, Jean Tangeli, he created this fountain. So it's a shallow fountain and it has 10 sculptural machines. So you have to imagine like 10 sculptures moving all the time, cinematic, and changing all the time also. And they're a bit, uh, they, they go they're in their own rhythm. Everyone has its own rhythm. So it's really a, a nice play <laughs> to, to follow. And it has been created over 40 years ago in a spot where in former times the artists of the Theatre of Basel were dancing or performing. Because in former times it was a spot where the Theatre of Basel was before. And uh, then they just constructed a new one. And there were the former theatrists. There you can find the fountain. So I think the history behind mm. um, this spot is interesting. And also, um, I mean, like uh, the parallelism or the imitation, like the sculptures are imitating the artists in former days. So I think that's a, a, yeah, a nice place. It's refreshing with the fountain. Sometimes, depending on the winds, you get also a bit... Um, yeah, you get refreshed by the fountain. So that's really one of the great places um, to be, mm -hmm. to hang around. And also, I think you can get a feel of Basel. You feel that it's always in flux, that it's always reshaping itself. It's full of contrast. And uh, you can see and breathe art in that spot. So it's at a public space where I think you really get a good impression of Basel. Then uh, to get a quick sneak peek to Basel's rich offer in art and culture, I would recommend a short visit in the Museum of Art in Basel. That's the Kunstmuseum Basel, which is really in the city center. And it holds the oldest public art collection in the world. Mm. So I think if you have one day, two days, I think you should go to that museum and just visit some Picassos and uh, get to know the, uh, yeah, the, the, the art and cultural offer Basel has. So I think uh, it's quite spectacular, first city of Basel. And then I would take my guests to see the cathedral and enjoy the view from the platform files, which we have been talking before. Mm -hmm. of. And then I would make them discover the three countries. So this is a really a great viewing point. I would take the ferry, the Lion Ferry, and cross the Rhine. And then after a walk along the Rhine on the sunny side in Klein Basel, I would invite my guests to have a drink at one of the buvettes, which are like pop-up drinking stalls in summer mingle with the locals and round off the day in the cultural capital of Switzerland. 
Well, I think you've just you just missed one thing there. They need to finish the day with some Basler Leckley. Oh yes, of course. That would be my <laughs> giveaway, my souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, you've certainly made me realise that I definitely do need to visit Basel because there's such a a contrast there, as you mentioned, with the the history and the tradition uh, in the old town and and the old architecture and then the modern side of it as well. So it certainly sounds like a, a place that everyone should include in their itinerary. Yeah, you, you got it, Caroline. I think Basel is really unique and it's Swiss, but it's different. So I think this is quite interesting and you should discover what what is behind that. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Natasha, for sharing all that with us today. It was a pleasure, Caroline. Hope to have another episode with you. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm definitely adding Basel to my Swiss bucket list with an intriguing mix of old and new there is definitely something to appeal to everyone, whether that be sightseeing in the old town, visiting the many museums, trying one of the many unique experiences, or a combination. Natasha's one-day itinerary sounds like the perfect way to introduce yourself to the city. Now, if you miss Natasha chatting about the wonderful things to do in Basel at Christmas time, make sure you listen to episode 34. Basel's Christmas market has been voted as the prettiest in Switzerland, so it's definitely one to check out. If you'd like more information from today's episode, you can find the show notes at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash episode 39. There are links to the Basel Tourism website, a list of all the places and activities that Natasha has mentioned today, and other useful resources to help you plan your visit to Basel. Thanks for joining me today. Next time, I'll be back chatting all about Swiss drinks and sharing where you can taste the best wine, beer and spirits in Switzerland. Until then, take care. Cheers. If you'd like more great resources to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland, there are lots of ways to connect with us. Visit our website, holidaystoswitzerland.com, sign up for our monthly newsletter or join our friendly, helpful community of past and future travellers in our Switzerland Travel Planning Group. You'll also find the links to connect with us in the show notes for this episode. Show notes and a list of all previous episodes are available at holidaystoswitzerland.com slash podcast. Don't miss out on your fortnightly dose of Swiss travel inspo. Hit the subscribe button on your favourite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating. That's all for this edition of the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast. Thanks for joining us and happy travel planning.